If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loud Pipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Even $1 goes a long way, and we truly appreciate your support. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loud Pipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. You want free swag? Select the barbershop level, and we'll send you a free t-shirt and an annual swag bag. Loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from R-Dub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipes, episode 69. Closing out 2016 with a bang. Got my boys on the line. Cold beer ready. Mr. Hogan, what do you think? What's up, family? That beat was banging. Ah, nice job. Nice job. <laughs> nice little remix. Yeah. So I figured, you know, we'd bring out the remix for our, our remix best of episode. Yeah, that sounds great. Speaking of the best, do you have the best beverage for the last episode of 2016? Oh my God. I think I may have found a good one. Uh, this beer has like a little paper wrap around the top. So it looked kind of cool sitting in the refrigerator at the store. So I had to pick it up. Swanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, um, the name of it in English is Maroon Street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <So that's why. laughs> Calcinarona. And it is a uh, pretty good beer. It's kind of, it's kind of a festive kind of, you know, when I, when I, let me take a sip. Hold on. All right. Get a sip. Wet your whistle. Now it has like this. <laughs> Hazelnut blonde taste to it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of sweet, malty, kind of hoppy, like notes, ginger. Nice, and alcohol. Five point five percent. Oh, that's all right. It's average, right? Yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of light. It's kind of like a refreshing type of beer. It's not bad. All right. Will you enjoy that? Let's check in with Mr. Miracle, the third, the third? No, the final member of our trio. <laughs> How you doing, John? You know, the intro was banging, but there was one piece that I was thinking that was going to happen with a surprise and it didn't happen. Yeah, well, that part of the surprise is that's likely one of the last times you'll hear that intro. So we're having it redone. So I figured oh. I'd use that kind of like a send off and add the remix that Rico did. So, so we'll get you in there, buddy. I know. I'm just giving a little. I, I just thought you pulling out surprises. I thought that was going to be the surprise. I was like, "Oh, remix, new lady. All right, that's pretty sweet." Because I had no idea. But anyways, well, we we actually have three of three versions of that. I don't know if you guys remember that, but when we had that done, we have three completely different versions. Yeah, I know we do. Yeah, so that's the that's one of the more sultry versions. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Sorry, John. What are you drinking? I'm having my standby good old Yangling. Yangling. 
you know me, I don't diverge too far. So while we're thinking about that, what do you got tonight? Because I know we've seen some photos that you have you took of getting ready for tonight's show and talking in the clubhouse about everything. So what you got? To, which one you pick out tonight? Well, usually when someone says Yingling, they're referring to their lager, whether they say it or not. Generally, that's what people are talking about. Well, I also have a beer from Yingling tonight, but this is an IPL, their India Pale Lager. Oh, so they take their, you know, their lager they're well known for and shove a bunch of hops in it. It's fantastic. They do make a good beer. Ah, America's oldest brewery, the pride of Pottsville, PA. Thank you. Yes. And I don't know what the alcohol is. I'd have to look. Um, let's see. My old man eyes here. Roll it around. No idea. Doesn't say. Put in your glasses. It might help you. <laughs> it just says enjoy. I don't know. There's nothing on here. <laughs> yeah. In fact, mine doesn't have anything either. So. It'll be a surprise. All right. So our year end episode, what we decided we were going to do is talk about what we sort of considered our defining moments of the year or, you know, what you might call a best of or greatest hits or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And sort of the criteria was, you know, what was something that happened throughout the year that was so large that the theme carried on either throughout the year or is, and in some cases is going to continue on, you know, probably for the remainder of the show. So when you get to the topics, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And just to follow up on our beer segment, the Riders of Loud Pipes had a request to hear all of the beers that we covered for the year. So this was both Rickard and 18.2 Forever both wanted to hear that. So our first little clip is One Year of Beer. Well, tonight I made myself a mimosa. I was in the mimosa mood tonight, so that's what I'm drinking on tonight. So I've got Bell's Winter White Ale, and this is my first sip. Johnny, you drinking anything? No, otherwise I'd be asleep. Well, I'm drinking a uh, Fortnite. It's a coffee amber nice. ale. Very nice. Um, before we get to John, uh, I have an old standby. No surprise really here. It's OMB's Copper. And we previewed this last night on our sort of our little production call. And this is Beer Camp Tropical IPA from Sierra Nevada. And I'm trying to choke down a uh, six points cream. It's kind of like a beer, coffee, ale. I'm drinking uh, Red's uh, Wicked Apple. Nice. 8% apple alcohol percent. 8% apple alcohol. Very nice. So I've got my uh, Starbucks French roast. And I have the Coffee Ninja Bar, which is what I use at the house here. So um, I've got a, a beautiful cup of coffee right in front of me with some raw honey and organic milk. And I'm good to go. Well, tonight I did a real nice long stew in my French press. I did about seven minutes on this Joe Van Gogh Cafe Feminino blend. And I have Starbucks Sumatra decaf, also French pressed, and just a light amount of cream and maybe a, one generous teaspoon of, of palm coconut sugar. And that's that's how I'm rolling tonight. Yeah, I, I turn on the good old K-cup and I, and I brew one. Just a plain uh, regular coffee with some uh, hazelnut cream and sugar. Good deal. So if you're under the weather, are you drinking anything? No, I'm not. Are you? Coffee. <laughs> it is called Kakalaki, which is a ginger pale ale. So this is from Full Steam Brewery, and they're in Durham, I believe. 
I have a Not Your Father's Root Beer by the Small Town Brewery. I got a Shock Top. Belgium White. I'm drinking a pumpkin UFO. Uh, UFO pumpkin, sorry. Yeah, I'm having a uh, one of my root beers downstairs. Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Five yeah. hop. Five hop experimental. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. I'm sitting down. I'm all ears. Ready? Chocolate milk. Because I have a hoppy blonde from New Belgium. I, I'm, I'm drinking tonight a uh, lazy... Come on, okay. you've been drinking that many? <laughs> I'm waiting for the I'm too in comment. A lazy magnolia. I couldn't get that out for some reason. Uh, and it's a southern pecan ale. I got the uh, uh, Coney Island hard ginger ale soda. I am drinking another lazy magnolia, but this time I'm having the Jeff Stout sweet potato cream stout. I am drinking... <laughs> An 8.5% alcohol by volume skull splitter. Well, I'm having a nooner tonight. From uh, the Noda Brewing Company, local uh, brewery here in Charlotte. This one's called the Par 4 and is a session IPA. Of course. In a can. In a can. No, I'm passing tonight. Understood. Understood. (laughs) I think a Sam Adams summer ale is just about proper for tonight what do you think yeah see listen to this Mm-hmm. nice the can there you go yeah i got my uh you know downstairs got some uh red wicked apple ale of course oh man what, what is it oh the good old standby some red wicked ale but i'm i'm venturing out tonight you know how i like my ipas yeah you love your ipas and you know how i like coffee oh so you got a coffee ipa I'm trying a coffee IPA from Appalachian Mountain Brewery. I think this is called Baba Boudin. It's been a while. Do you remember how to open a can and a bottle? Oh, my goodness. Yes. You know what? And I just cracked it open, and I'm drinking a Boohoo Amber Bach. Yeah, I'm drinking some Gatorade tonight. Whoa, you crazy man. You High <laughs> octane. Settle down. Settle down. None other than the World Beer Cup Gold Award winning Noda Brewing's finest hop, drop, and roll. I am drinking the Heineken tonight, my friend. It's the last one in the refrigerator, and I'm going to enjoy it doing the show. Um, I'm finishing up my uh, Glenlivet Scotch Stat bottle. Something from John's area of the world called, well, from Lone Rider. We've talked about Lone Rider before. And this oh, yes. is their Hoppy Kaye. IPA. Hell <laughs> yeah. Ale for outlaws. <laughs> I am drinking a rum and coke tonight. I do. I'm drinking a Guinness Blonde tonight. And no surprise, I have all day IPA from Founders Brewing. Session Ale. I do. I do. Oh, do I ever. And I had it in the freezer for a little bit, too. So it's going to be scrum dilly um shows. <laughs> oh, dear. Let me sit down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I got a Del Cinturel Amber. I have a Snowdrift Vanilla Porter from Line and Kugel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a winter beer. Why not? <laughs> go big or that go was, home. That's right. I had to go down to the refrigerator, get out and wear the Guinness's uh, blondes again. 
I'm going with a delicious uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider, um, Carolina Apple, made in Nellysford, Virginia, um, in a bottle. So very, very tasty. Well, I'm drinking a Bacardi and Coke tonight. You're beerless tonight? Yeah, I didn't make it out to the store. You know, we got this gas shortage. And I'm trying something new called Delicious IPA. It is coming in at 7.7% alcohol. It's a citrus IPA with lemon drop and El Dorado hops. I sure do, my friend. I sure do. I'm drinking a killer. No, I'm not drinking a beer tonight. Want, want. Two weeks in a row. What? You okay, buddy? Yeah, moving along. I am drinking the Oktoberfest from Sierra Nevada again. Well, like a couple of old timers on the front porch, Rico and I are going to share a 40 of Fat Boy from OMB. This is a Baltic porter, and it is banging. Well, I, I went down to the refrigerator or went out to the store tonight, and I got some more Guinness Blonde American Lager again. Okay, awesome. I've got this uh, lovely Sweetwater, an India-style brown ale, hot hash-infused. It's called Hash Brown, and there's a little slogan, Nacho Mama's Hash Browns. I am breaking the tradition with the beers. I'm having a 150 anniversary uh, Jim Bean tonight with a little bit of Coke. Um, well, I'm I'm drinking a good old fashioned Southern drink. The good old fashioned water, like Arnold Palmer. Oh, sweet! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got Noda Brewing's Gorgeous, which is a pumpkin ale. They helped me out and gave me a nice 24 pack of Yingling. And another beauty. This is pumpkin ale from Dogfish Head. It's coming in at seven percent alcohol. I do. I, I have a um, Traveler's Pumpkin Ale. Yeah, I got a Yingling. A Yingling? Yingling, yep. Wonderful beer from Natty Greens Brewing Company. They're up in Greensboro. And this is called Thicket. It is their autumn IPA. Tipping the scales at 6.5%. This is one I've had before. This is a Kaler. The one that won all those awards I was talking about. I'm clearing out my refrigerator, so I'm still sipping on these colors. Well, like Rico said, clearing out the refrigerator, I'm still, you know, taking down some of those jingling still, so. Ah, and let let me just read a little sample from the back of this thing. So they say, even though it's that time of year again, there's no need to thank us for this bar and bock. At OMB, brewing fresh, delicious beer is just what we do. This holiday farmer's bock is a rich, malty, German-style Doppelbach lager with a deep amber color that goes with the season. It's also one of our biggest beers at 7.5%. I do, my man. I'm drinking a La Paluna. Oh, dear. We need a translator? Yeah, yeah. La Paluna. It's death or bald head. So on the bottle, it's a woman... (laughs) With a bald head, and she has a skull, skull face. So, oh, I'm taking a one from Rico. I'm having some uh, Roman Coke. They do have a brewery here in the East Coast. I'm rolling with Sierra Nevada Celebration, the Fresh Hop IPA. I'm drinking a Crown Royal and Coke tonight, brother. Doing well. Sorry, I don't have no beer tonight. Currently, I'm just drinking some uh, grocery store spring water, but. So I am drinking Roaring Riot from Noda Brewing, and this is their Rye Pale Ale, and it's dedicated to Carolina tailgaters. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm drinking a, a uh, Costa Rican beer, Trainga, I think is how you say it. It's a wheat beer, 5%. What he said. Pretty good. Yeah. 
Taringa. And topping off for a Red's Apple. And from Noda Brewing, this is their Coco Loco Porter, brewed with cocoa nibs and coconut. 6.2%. In the can. I am, I am straight sipping on a Long Island iced tea tonight, my friend. Yeah, you told me to. Well, I mean, you're, you're your own man, but if you're going to be on this show, you better bring a beverage. <laughs> I, I, I brought a beverage tonight. Since I'm finally feeling better out of the woods, I'm in a happy mood. Nice. So I'm having some Red's Wicked Apple Ale. Thunderstruck Coffee Porter from the Highland Brewing Company in Asheville, North Carolina. 5.8%. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Are you guys rolling half as much as I am over that? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. Great year. Hilarious. Oh, it's, it's funny when you put them all back to back like that. Yeah. And, you know, I thought we'll be drinking more copper than we did. So I was surprised to hear just a wide variety of different beers. But <laughs> John seemed to have three favorites. Yeah. Either it's nothing, Guinness, or the Apple Ales. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of reds, um, Apple Ale, a couple of the Guinness Blondes, and some Yingling. But yeah. it was funny. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't have a wide variety of the drinking beer. It's kind of, you know, it's just me. Yep. I, I know I... I've probably doubled or tripled up a few times, but I really do try to to get out and just get a variety, you know, just try different beers. I mean, there's there's tens, tens of thousands of breweries now in the U.S. if I have those numbers right, and I want to try as many of them as I can. See, you like to, you have a palate for drinking beer. Mine is very, like, if it's hoppy or anything, you're, I'm just not into it. Yeah, but even like even Yingling, I mean, there's there's dozens of beers like that. Probably more. There's probably hundreds of beer like that. If yeah, you, if you look around, yeah. I need to look around. Venture out. And, you don't want to venture out and you know ruin his taste buds. Right. I know, right? Yeah. So, so may that may that be my New Year resolution for the show is maybe I'll try to get some more. Maybe I won't drink any more Yingling or Reds on this show. How's that? No, no, I'm not saying that. To- don't do that. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, no, maybe change it up a little bit. That's what we can do. Well, I'll work on that. That'll be my first prediction for the next show. John drinks a lot of yingling. <laughs> <laughs> John has five yinglings over the over the year on the show. Too funny. So, so since we got through the beer moments. We had some important ha- happenings this past week and via email there, Rich. We did? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? We got a new person in the clubhouse. Oh, yeah. I was going yeah. to dovetail that with the beer clip. So, um, like I said, I hope Rickard and, and 18.2 forever enjoyed that. That was a, a request straight from the clubhouse. And, yeah, let's welcome uh, Mark A. into the Riders of Loud Pipes. He's already been in there mixing it up. In the clubhouse, hanging out with the guys and getting a feel for it. So, so Mark, yeah, definitely welcome aboard once again. Hey, hey, yeah, he's hey. From, he's from the north, so okay, so and not from Canada though, is he? Hey, yeah, no, he is from Canada. You're right. He's from Edmonton. Hey, so your A is appropriate, and you didn't even know it. Look at that. <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do it again. <laughs> now don't chase the man away. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just thought it was funny, eh? 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Moving on. Well, this is not really a new topic. Do we need the new topic sound clip? No. No. All right. Well, I'll set the stage quickly, and then we'll get to it. This is going to be about a 10-minute clip. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Stats. 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 What you got for stats there, Mr. Warfield? Uh, since we've gone to a weekly cadence, it was just something I wanted to to put together and see how many episodes did we do? How many hours of content did we publish? And it was interesting. So 38 total episodes, because we went weekly here in the last couple of months, probably since since the B place. Oh, almost said it. Almost almost. Said it. almost said it. <laughs> so close. So close. So 38 episodes total. Four of those were specials. One for the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge and three others for that special place in Birmingham. <laughs> Technically leads. Um, total duration of produced content, 43 hours, 27 minutes or thereabouts. Smoking. Smoking. And if you are in the Riders of Loud Pipes group, you have access to an additional 23 episodes via the downshift for another 12 hours, 4 minutes of content. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is. And I meant to set up the Patreon pitch, or the I meant to set up the Patreon conversation with this little clip. You're listening to Loud Pipes, the coolest motorcycle podcast on the planet. If you want to join the cool kids... Check out loudpipes.net slash donate. <laughs> well, you can still do that. You just move it around. I know. But it's cool. I smile every time I play that. Yeah, he said it was such authority, too. You know. <laughs> yeah, he was so serious <laughs> that night. Yeah, we sat down, and he had a rough idea of what he wanted to say, and I helped him sort of smith the words together a little bit. And, and when it came time to deliver it, he was on it. So yeah, that's my oldest son, Bryce, for those that, that might be new to the show. So just let you know. All right. So we got that out of the way. Can I move on to clip number one? Let's do it. Clip number one. So defining moment number one of this year and probably the defining moment of the show that's going to carry on for a very long time. And that is, of course, John dropping the bomb on us while we're in Atlanta. So I'll throw out the same disclaimer as we did when we released that episode. There is some language in there. It's We left it raw and unfiltered because he hit us over the head with a ton of bricks that we weren't expecting. And man, we just put out that audio raw. So here's about 10 minutes of that again. All right, you wanted to do something, John? Go ahead. Sorry. You know, so, so Rico, let's kill the music for a minute. Let's have a little chat. Right. Guest four is quiet. Not saying anything. Wow. Well, I don't know why. Takes a minute to get warmed up, I guess. So we should do a pre-show talking about the ride. That's a good idea. Jim. And get it, get it kind of head of the game so we get it all done so we don't have to ram it all down since it's fresh in our memories. Right, right. Good, good point. What do you think, Rich? That's fantastic. All right. <laughs> I don't know about So I game. think... He, he, you started off the whole trip, so uh, how how many miles did you get in? Yeah, you left first. Yeah, I left about six thirty from Raleigh, or Durham, I should say. All right. It was raining. Oh, was it sideways rain, mist? No, it was. It's kind of on and off. Okay, it's kind of interesting. Not too bad. Well, it's on and off all the way. So, uh, left the house, 
headed over to uh, Dunkin' Donuts to meet Rich. And on the way, that's about 100 and I think it was 170 miles to meet up with Rich. Okay. But boy, hit north of Charlotte and it freaking downpoured. Oh. And I was like, oh boy. These so, boys are going to have some fun today if this keeps up. Oh, man. So how much of that did Rich see? Of, of the rain? Of the rain, yeah. Well, Rich only got, got a little bit of rain when he left Charlotte, a little bit south of Charlotte. Not much. It wasn't much of a downpour. Oh, so. Kind of rainy, but. So he, he didn't get too wet then? No, he didn't get too wet. Okay. Wasn't bad. All right. Because I don't want him making a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, I, then we, I wouldn't have got wet at all if I had to take John's advice and put the rain jacket on. <laughs> well, then he would have been sweating and interviewed my bitching later in the yeah. day. I did. I did put the pants on, but my my riding jacket did leak up a little bit because it was like wet here in the shoulder, on the shoulders, under your arms. No, like on the front side, under your nipples. Not under that. No, just outside the. <laughs> oh. oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so that wasn't bad. And then we, you know, drove down. So I think the whole trip was. Let's see. Um, you guys said it was what two? You got got two ninety eight. 268 in rich i think 268 yeah so add another 100 and you know the dashboard miles. says 299 but that includes a short ride i had the other day for the week yeah so you know it wasn't bad okay yeah let me look and see how many miles i did because i uh, you know this is this would be overall so let, let me take a quick look um, so i did like 438 to get here 438 all right yeah so it wasn't bad Okay, it's so been a long day though. So from my house to Atlanta, it, it took us uh, 188 miles. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but man, that traffic coming on 85 sucks. Ridiculous, wasn't it? Ridiculous. And then it was hot, man. When the sun popped, it was like boiling. Yeah. And, and then I hate to say anything. I know we might have listeners listening to live in Atlanta, but man, sorry, sorry to hear that, folks. Because oh, I'm ready to get out of this town. No, no doubt about sorry. that. You know, then we went out to dinner tonight. It was pretty cool. Yeah, where would we go? Houston's? Houston's. Not the one one block from the hotel, but the one three miles <laughs> from the hotel. <laughs> Which well, took a half hour to get there. Well, you know why, right? Why? Because Jocelyn lives over there. Or not Jocelyn. Uh, Aaron lives over there, and that's, you know, she She's just walk home. to her house, yeah. She and stagger closer, around home. Closer to work and everything. How it kind of talks, she doesn't have a car. She just has motorcycles. It's true. And, her, and a work vehicle, right? Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Well, good for her, though. Wow. What an amazing woman, though. Yeah. What an amazing woman. And uh, we're yeah. going to have her on the show here. Yeah. Next next show or next, you know, sometime yeah. here we're yeah. going to have her coming up and have her come on the show. We're going to have a nice interview with her. I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. She's got a lot of good stories I can just tell, you know, just for talking with her tonight. She's got a bunch of stuff she can share and just... Just those little moments that you have when you're riding a motorcycle and you're just kind of showing off a little bit. Yeah. And uh, she's got a lot of those uh, she could share with the, with our listeners. So it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. So, Rich, how was your ride down? I mean, pretty much you and I tagged up. and Yeah, the ongoing saga of the windshield. <laughs> so, so a new verdict on that. Yeah. I I have to say it was a little bit of a help today. And I mainly left it on because of the rain. And I figured, well, it'll just keep some of the rain off. And it did. And it really, the buffeting didn't bother me today. So I don't know if I'm getting used to it mm-hmm. or what. But, I mean, even up to 90 miles an hour, it was still fine. Cool. What, 90 miles an hour? There's really no difference. Yeah. <clears throat> Once you hit 80, 
Like it's really no different after that. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all, all the bubblehead experience. Yeah, your head. Yeah, you can't see, so it doesn't really matter how fast you're going. Right. Did you have to? Did you look through it? Did you slump down or look? Have to look over the window? No, I tried to stay over it today. So okay. I tried to like stay up real tall, just so that I'd, my vision was always over it. How'd your back do? Not bad. Yeah. I got a little sore, like up in the middle of the shoulder blades, okay. up in the top, but no, like no pain in the lower back, which was nice. Huh. That's a change because normally, you start- normally, yeah, it's normally on the right side, the lower on the right side. Huh. So yeah, all good today. And I know it was a short ride for you, so that was, that was like <laughs> I'm a like, sprint. Oh, it's already. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, it's already here. <laughs> the oil's just getting warm. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I felt that way too when we got here. I was like, oh, it's already <laughs> over. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to feel bad coming home on Sunday knowing that Atlanta's this close. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But it was a fun ride, though. You know, I was expecting to do a lot more rain riding today because I was, you know, I had mentally prepared for rain the entire ride to Atlanta. So, And you're like bundled up, well, ready to go. Right. So I didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. The boots, the gloves, I had it all. I was ready for the rain and nothing. Yeah. yeah the funny thing is, as soon as we meet up with Rico, it's like the rain just like disappeared and it was just away. And then, yeah, there's a few sprinkles we had a little rain dance and away it went. Away it went, yeah. But you know, the other thing we'll have to add it to the mix is you know, the Senna's verdict is kind of out on those. We got to figure out that little problem we're having. Yeah, um, some, something's still not right because two two people together they sound fine. You You bridge in the third call and it just. One or many of them pick up way too much noise, and then the third one you can't hear at all. Yeah. And so, seems- like, yeah, I would pair with Rico, sound great. Pair with John, it sound great. I would pair with John and Rico, and then what sounded like my bike picking up all the noise. It was. And sending it to you guys and back to me at the same time, and then we could hardly hear John at all. Yeah. It's like someone just turned his volume all the way down to, like, 10%. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think we got to mess with that. Maybe, uh... You know, get up to Teleco and hook up Matthew with those guys and see if they can help us figure out the deal. Yeah, I wonder if there's any kind of uh, microphone sensitivity adjustment um, we could do for the noise gate or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know we still have the steep learning curve of riding. Yeah, but it's something with hooking three of them together, though. Yeah. I, I, because any two of them, even the two of you guys, was fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we re- talked. It was just three. Yeah, yeah we talked fine. But we had the problem when we left your house, it was noisy. Then we got to the rest stop and relinked, and it was great after that. Then we get to R- Rico's, and then yeah, went to shit. So, Well, I think I, I, the only thing what, we haven't done is we I, haven't relinked. I got to tell our listeners, too, that uh, Rich is over here playing with his toes. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's I'm, like, his, picking he, my nail a little bit, like, trying to. Maybe I should have cut them a little bit. It's yeah, gross at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> You want to pass me that bottle over there so we can continue sharing the liquor? Yeah, yeah. I get my swig. Yeah. No, I'm saying with my with my dirty foot hand. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what I meant. Man. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. My cable is too short. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> so, anyways... It's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, guys, normally, talking through the show, in past episodes, I don't have much to say on this. Oh, reach. But, you know, 
Now, since I fir- bought my first bike, that's all going to change. You what? What happened? What did you just say? Wait, what? 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 Oh, stop the press. Stop the recording. What, wait, what happened? wait. Hopefully, this is recording. <laughs> you what? What did, what did I just say? Didn't you hear it? <laughs> now that you bought your first, first bike, bike. this is like a bicycle bike or a motorcycle bike. Now, how many? Is this like a 10 speed or a no. 21 speed? No. Okay. All right. Tell us. Don't leave us in suspense. I'm. Okay. Yep. Bought a bike, man. What is it? Spill it. Bought a Sparter. You did buy a Spider. Really? Hot dog. Bought a Sparter. Damn. Awesome. Hot damn. That's awesome. And here I thought was you were just playing around recording. Like, that's awesome news. Yeah, that is. That's, that's like why shocker. Bought is, a Spider. Holy crap. This is news. That's why I kind of wanted to do this tonight. Wow. Was I've been holding this for probably a couple months playing this out. What? <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> I've been playing it. Snookered. <laughs> Hoodwinked. Not not a clue. Not a, yeah, I didn't see not it coming. A clue. I did not see it coming. I know you were looking at it, and I know Natalie had said, if you did ride, it would have to be something like that. And we looked at a couple, but I figured, ah, it's just fishing. Yeah. Yeah, he's just checking the waters or whatever. But holy shit. Yep. So, so to kind of go back and farther awesome. So So... <clears throat> so just so you know, yeah. the WRX Della, yeah, will not be making a trip to Barber. Oh, oh shit! Now that... I got to get luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't putting all your crap in my bags either. <laughs> so Richie, wow, <laughs> it's going to Barber. I am blown away. I'm speechless. I, I, Did you guys speechless? have any idea? No, not no. an inkling. It's cool. Wow. I thought it would never happen. If you got secrets, tell Johnny. <laughs> like tell a John. shop. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Confining John, he won't tell yeah, a soul. Yeah, give pass that liquor over here, will you, please? <laughs> I'm gonna need some of this. <laughs> yeah. So this is gonna be. This is why I want to do this tonight. So, mm. oh, give me that. The floor is all yours, Mister Miracle. Oh man, that still is a great show. It's giving me goosebumps. I just have them right now, goosey bumps, and just dropping it. And I, and and we're talking before the show about this and and how we talked about how I made you drag all that shit out. And you're like, "Do I have to? I just want to go to uh, bed." I'm like, "No." You can hear it in the beginning. I'm just like, "Whatever, John." Like, yes, we're set up. We're, we're doing it. Whatever. Like, let's just get it over. With. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, and, and then we went what an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And as and going back to looking at the stats, that was the longest show of the year. So wow. that that was a good show. That's mm. Funny, especially the part where where Rich was playing with his toes. That was. Fun. <laughs> Did I? That, oh, yeah. over here dying. That really creep dying. you out. I <laughs> was like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, like, but but as as we said and talking about it, that did define change the moment, change the whole show for this year and going forward. Yeah, that changed everything. The the show I think took on a a whole different vibe after that. I mean, for the better, of course, but it just yeah. that's and that's going to roll on forever unless you stop riding, of course. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. I got out in fact, last week or this past week. So, mm. 
Yeah, we're going right, to. So, l- let me ask you a question, John. So it's been almost a year now. So no, it has been a year. Uh, well, almost. Okay. It's been almost okay. a year. So, so um, tell us about some of your experience. What have you learned since getting the, getting the spider the first day? Oh, man. <sighs> it's like, where do I start? Yeah, right. Well, let's let's talk about if I can lead you a little bit. How about confidence? Like, obviously, you have more confidence, but how has that transition been for you? It, it's been slow going. I'm slowly getting there. I'm still not comfortable to be on highways by myself or busy highway by myself, interstate, I should say. Um, I, I'm just not there yet. I think I'll be okay, and I feel like I would be okay. It's just, you know, the nerves just have to get used to doing it. And I guess I understand, and Rich, you and I have talked offline, an understanding about getting on a bike and getting out and riding in the open air and the wind and just you and a bike on the road. Yes. That's, it, it hit me. And that, and I guess the biggest thing is, you know, for since we got back from that B place, I got sick, been under weather, weather has been good. And I just got my rear tire replaced on a spider on Tuesday. And Tuesday afternoon, I went out for a ride and did 60 miles. And it was, like, so refreshing. So it was it was really cool. That's what it's all about, brother. I have learned, I guess one of the biggest things is motorcycle people are awesome people. They're willing to open up and talk to you, and, and you strike up some really cool, inter- com- interesting conversations with meeting with people that ride bikes. And and I guess we'll go back to Richard talking about from when you came back um, from PA and the show with camaraderie with other motorcycle riders. That yeah. was that's something I've learned riding. That's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, this, there, there's nothing like it. I mean, I don't think there's another community out there that that has sort of the same feeling for another member of the community. I mean, right. and, and it doesn't matter what bike you're on, you know, doesn't matter who you are. I mean, like it's like none of it really matters when you see another person on two wheels. That's it. That's that's all you need to know. Yeah, so it's like all the other details are just invisible, which is really cool. And I guess I'd have to even go something that you have talked about in the past, and I think I'm on the same page with you, Rich. Tech on a bike, like Rico with your radio and everything, not needed. I mean, uh. yeah, I have, I have this, I have the Senna. I, I'm just going here, with you, you know, kind of your thing here, Rich. Some of the tech, I can suffice with a phone and the Senna. I don't need the bike to have the radio, the speakers. It doesn't need to be there. I got to give Rico uh, a few minutes. No, no. It, <laughs> yeah, there's some days, like when I roll out, I need, you know, I like to hear some music, but there's all those, there, there are those stretches where I turn all that, all that off and just listen to the wind in the, in the bike as it runs down the highway or the back road. So that tranquility is part of riding. So. You don't want to be distracted by music unless you're out having a good time and you're wanting to show off a little bit, show off your sounds, whatever on your bike. Then yeah, I can see you bumping it. But a lot of times, 
yeah. when you're by yourself and you're in it and it's a therapeutic ride yeah the radio's off that's for sure i mean i'm not trying to say it's not a bad thing i'm just saying it's not something that i actually need right i, I got it totally i totally get it yeah and i've i've taken you know a slightly different approach to the couple times i'd taken the roadmaster out on a ride you know longer than just around the neighborhood it's nice to have the music i find in town like in traffic you're not going very fast you're sitting a lot at tra- in traffic or at red lights so it's kind of nice to have that little music to to occupy your time you know but yeah as soon as the bike picks up any speed and i'm out there enjoying the ride then yeah i don't need it and you can't hear it anyway once you get up to a certain speed but um, I, I do see some value there, though, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't totally throw it out. Right. I mean, that's just one of those things. Some of the, I mean, I know you talk about tech, and you're not a tech person on a bike, and I kind of can meet, you know, not full tech, but yeah, I can understand having not bare minimum, but kind of moderate. Let's put it that way. Right. Is where I could go. And and I guess also as you spoke about before, is you would learn, or I would learn more about driving and noticing more things, and I have picked that up as well. There's certain things I've noticed more now that I'm on a bike. Yeah, the biggest thing, the biggest difference I realize from the bike versus the car is, I would say, road scanning in terms of how much I'm looking at on the side of the roads and how much farther down the road I'm looking. I mean, I'll admit in the car, I I will get a little lazy and not really, you know, do it like I will on a bike. But I notice a big difference on the bike. I'm I'm doing a lot more scanning and I'm looking so much farther down the road than I would be in the car. And I guess the other thing I would even throw out is that when you get in a car after two, three, four hours of riding, I'm already, I'm, I'm tired. I want to stop on the bike. There is no <laughs> fatigue. I don't feel any fatigue. I'm ready. I'm like, let's go. And, and I guess maybe you hit it. It's, it's the, your awareness is so heightened that your, your drone's pumping so much that you got to You're not tired. Yeah. You get a big crash. I'm sure you've experienced that where you spend a you know a good long day in the saddle and then you get to where you're going. It seems like you eat, you take a shower, and your body just collapses. <laughs> You've got nothing left. Yeah, I would say that was that whole weekend in that B place that when we hit this when we hit this went to sleep, it was lights out. Yeah, we had no trouble falling asleep those nights, that's for sure. Right. So hopefully that answered your question about what I've learned, Rico. I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool. That's yeah, awesome. All right, you guys ready for the next moment? I know that that's Ooh. a lot to take in, but <laughs> we do need to fill the space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to actually li- listen back to some of these things because it just kind of rekindles those moments. It's interesting to go back. And listen to our experience at the time. You know, we we have the benefit now of of hindsight. We can look back and reflect on that moment. But especially when John dropped that surprise to hear oh, that genuine raw surprise. As John said, was, goosebumps, goosebumps. Yeah, I was floored. I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> did I did I hear him right? <laughs> You know, I can still remember this. I mean, I still sit here and then we got moving on. I still remember, you know, the room set up. Richard's at the end of the bed sitting there. Rico's over on the floor between the beds just hanging out. Like, yeah, I got the mic in my hand. Yeah, well, let's talk about this. Yeah. And then it was just like, boom. And, oh. uh, I, I, can, I can just imagine the anticipation of just 
yeah. the perfect time to drop the bomb <laughs> on us. <laughs> you can hear it now. Like I said, the benefit of hindsight, you can hear it in his voice that he's, yeah. he, he's like, okay, he's decided to do it and he's delivering this line that he's practiced, I'm sure, a hundred times. <laughs> Did I practice? I don't know if I did or didn't. I can't remember. Maybe I did. I know Nelly and I talked about it a lot about what to say and how to say it. You know, right? So yeah. Uh, well, well. Speaking of dropping the bomb, we actually caught Rico off guard a second time with our next clip. <laughs> this is gonna be good. There's another reason why I didn't like this bike, and that's because the bike I rode first was head, shoulders, waist, legs, and feet above the Multistrada. <laughs> and I have to give you a little setup for the bike, so hold yeah. for a second. The neat thing about a V4 is, you know, you get all the torque of a twin, um, but you get the smoothness of a multi-cylinder. Right, so you right. get both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 125, 126, 127 foot-pounds. Yeah. There's not much that can touch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean... And then the growl, too. <laughs> and it's got that sound. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. You bitch. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> I rode the Modus, baby. Oh, you suck. I rode the MST, and it was red. Dude, Bright friggin' red. Uh, no. Yes, I did. Ah! <laughs> so, so first off, Rico, to kind of add this into the show, sorry we've held it from you. I've had to make Rich hold his tongue for the last about 48 hours. He's so bitch. <laughs> and he wanted to squeal it, but I thought it would be better for the surprise. Oh, oh. So now I'll let you get re- he can give you the information about the lovely modus. Uh, All right, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> John, twice in one year, buddy. Come on. <laughs> you and the surprises. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rico, d- did you have any idea? No. Not even a idea. inkling. Inkling. No idea. Because, you know, that's all we talked about th- th- in those days, just riding, getting the opportunity to ride the Motus and not being able to ride the Motus when we were back in Birmingham. And the day we left, we get the phone call, oh, come on, we can get you in. You know, so there, there wasn't, there isn't a uh, Motus dealership nowhere close to Charlotte uh, at the time. Yeah, at the time, right? It was Atlanta. Uh, so, you're right, Atlanta. So um, we would have to go back to Birmingham to ride these things if we were going to do that. And the anticipation of one, riding the bike, and two, possibly getting the opportunity to ride it with Lee Khan, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, that was, that to me, that was going to be a momentous occasion of both of us ride those bikes at the same time and getting that uh, that feedback from both of us. Yeah. You know, at the same time. So I was kind of, kind of geeked up in, 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 in the anticipation of doing that together. Uh, so when you dropped the bomb as far as you doing it by yourself, yeah, you're like, no, and me wanted to do it too. Oh, uh, it was like crushing. It was, it was exciting yet crushing at the same time. So I was like, oh, why? Why was, me? Was, why me? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't I go? I think it all worked out in the end. So let me just jump ahead to, to the next clip because 
I think I think you got the better ride in the end. He got to ride the MST and the MSTR with Lee. You dog, you. I got a private <laughs> demo ride with Lee. You two went out and thrashed the bejesus out of these two things. Oh, did we ever? And it was such a such an event for me, and it's such a, a, a honor to be riding with someone with with, with such a talent. Um, and uh, I, you know, I'm having trouble kind of gathering my thoughts here and my words to kind of put it all in perspective, but. Well, you could tell he loves his bike. Oh, he you can just see the way he rides he it. Does. He loves he, that bike. He does, and the way he rides it is—you um, can tell he loves it. Both of them, actually, in both positions. So we're going to get into that. So we started off um, after the interview. Riding, I started off riding the uh, MSTR, which was a beast, in my opinion, and uh, it is one of the best riding bikes i've kind of ridden in in that category of bike so first off the brakes were touchy yeah <laughs> he warned you about that yeah he did he did warn me they were he said you know normally there's a one pink one pinky brake break but uh this one here is a normally one finger one, this one is finger one break yeah, yeah this is a one <laughs> pinky break yeah sorry but yeah and he was right it is very sensitive the bike revs a little higher than the MST. Yeah, 8,500 right, RPM. Right, uh, but uh, we were able to kind of hammer on it a little bit and hit the twisties and get get a feel for how it leans and how it behaves at those high RPMs, which was uh, just a joy in the way it sounds. Like you said in, in, in your test ride, the sound of it is intoxicating. That just wails. It does. Over 5,000. Uh, Man, the sound just... Uh, and just how responsive the bike is at you know at, at high speeds and everything you can just flick it around like nothing once you get comfortable with that bike you can really i can really see you riding it really aggressively well it was interesting to hear you say that that you could feel the difference on the carbon wheels oh yeah on the mstr because oh, yeah. the handling was definitely more crisp mm-hmm. but I, I think the bars have a lot to do with that it does you it know had bars a big put you part in a s- into it yeah more sporty position and you can attack it right right more. so the so the r to me is the one for me because <laughs> <laughs> if i'm gonna have that motor i'm gonna ride that bike a little bit more aggressively than others i know yeah. it's gonna cut back on me riding it long distances but i have a roadmaster so i ain't gonna worry about that yeah 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 but uh, that bike in that setup, in the R setup, is the way to go if you're, you know, really wanting to hammer on that bike, I think. Uh, I think you can probably still do long long riding on it, but it'll be a little bit more cumbersome after a while. You'd want to have those adjustable bars oh, hand, handy. Yes, you do. For a long do. trip. Yeah, and um, I'm pretty sure you can kind of get those adjustable bars pretty close to the R version you think they go down that far i don't know if they go to i said pretty close okay probably getting pretty close to that but uh yeah that if you're gonna have that bike and you're just gonna if you wanted to to do the sport touring then yeah and you're maybe yeah. older and you like the upright position th- those bars like me are, right right th- those 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 bars on the mst um are the way to go well that that's what i i think i missed from my test ride is i would have loved to try it with the bars raised up mm-hmm. with the adjustable ones just to see, you know, is this in the FJ09 category, you know, or is it still more sporty? Because the my test ride had the same bars that you had on the MSTR, 
except they were fitted to the MST. Uh-huh. So to me, that was just a tad too aggressive, I think, for for a touring position. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Right. Heck of a lot of fun to ride like that. Right. But I think I want to sit up a skosh more upright really? if I'm going to tour. Yeah, I found myself riding the uh, MST a little slower around the corners because the bars kind of set me up upright yeah. and everything. And I really didn't feel as confident. Uh, taking the corners um, at higher speeds on that and that setup. Well, you weren't but, in attack position, right? I, you're you're kind of sitting up, yeah, hanging sitting out. Up, hang, yeah. And uh, even though Lee could do it, like second nature, as and, and yeah. you know, as I'm going around these corners, I'm thinking to myself, wow, Lee really was able to <laughs> really put the hammer down on this bike. And I don't know why I can't do that, but it's just getting used to that. I'm sure once you get acclimated to the bike and, yeah. you know, uh, get used to behavior and, um, and know that the, you can take it in high speeds and not have to worry. I think you'll you yeah. know, be better suited to take it at uh, faster RPMs. Or It was interesting to see that, that the light blue, I forget the name of the color, but light blue color, new for 2017, that had had over 20,000 miles on it. Right. As a demo bike. Right. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. But yeah, I, I love both bikes, but I would definitely go with the... Uh, MSTR. Okay. For sure. For sure. Ah, man. So, sorry to do that to you, buddy. But I think you got the better ride at the end of the day. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> yeah. Man, just thinking back to that. I, I, just like you, John, to get the chill bumps <laughs> going. Because that, that was a one hell of a ride with Lee. And uh, I really got to sling that bike around and really push the limits, which which really really fun and two to ride it with lee was just amazing to have that just that one-on-one ride with lee uh, a lot of people don't get to do that so it was it was uh, a great opportunity and now we don't have to scramble next year when we get down to the the vintage fest ah see that's what i can say and not put money in the jar vintage fest. <laughs> <laughs> <Get you. laughs> Found a new word. Huh? <clears throat> Got it all figured out. The B event. Well, the B events, you know, that's it's too generic, and people know that you're you're skirting the system. You know, taking money out of the kitty. See that? How much money is in that kitty, anyways? I don't know. I got, I'm going to come up with a funny little sound clip for it. So every time someone does get caught, you know, we'll have a little something to play. Yep. Yeah that that, that was really cool. And, and Rico, I have to apologize. Sorry. Sorry to make Rich hold it from you, but then again, you know, going back to the Spider Talk bomb, I mean, it made for a great show. I mean, if we didn't do it, either event, if we didn't do it on air, it would never came across with a raw effect because we would have known it was coming and it wouldn't been the raw, holy cow, really? Right. Effect. So totally get it. And I know you do, and that's where I was more. My brain goes more to that. So yeah, that, that's kudos to you for for making Rich bite his tongue for you know two days. That <laughs> oh, <laughs> told me, God, man, is it hard? Oh, it, it was hard. And there's so many, so many times I was like, maybe I'll just I'll just text Rico a little bit. John John doesn't have to know. I just uh, send him a little something. something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no i can't i can't i can't yeah yeah oh, it's very tough yeah I, I was floored i was floored 
because just like you, we were just so pumped about getting the opportunity to ride the Modus, and we that's all we used to talk about. Yeah. And um, for you to, to get out on it, it was just like, wow, you did it. All right, now to get, spill it. Now I want to hear all about it, you know? <laughs> what, <laughs> is it everything we dreamed it would be? <laughs> well, and, and now you have a full sense for why I was downplaying the Multistrada and trying to move that on quickly. It's like... <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like you don't want to hear about that bike, Rico. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> you want to hear about the other one I rode? Yeah. Uh, it just the, the setup, like telling you how much better this bike was, and you're just like, "Oh, really? Like, what? What in the world can this be?" <laughs> and I'm surprised you didn't have a guess on that. And, and- I had no idea. It totally blindsided me. I was just like, Whoa. I was afraid of that because I was afraid that when I mentioned the next bike, you were going to be like, did you ride the mode? You know what I mean? Like I figured you Uh would kind of spoil it, but nope, it came out just as planned. And did you realize when he played the clip, what he rode then? No, it still didn't click. (laughs) I kind of thought that (laughs) it didn't click. You know, I'll try to place it. I'm like, I don't get it. You're like, okay, that that's Lee. Yeah. So what, what is he saying? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, good time. The last one for this evening, and then we have a couple of other topics we want to do before we close out, is I think this event is probably the defining moment of the show for the year because we talked about it so much leading up to October. We had a fantastic time down in Birmingham at the Vintage Festival. Let's see, we're getting good. And getting good at it. it was just an amazing time for the three of us to be riding together, hanging out for a couple of days, doing the festival, you know, meeting people, passing out all of our swag, just, uh, an epic weekend. I mean, no other words to describe it, but it's just a completely epic weekend. And then just, you know, the ride home, like such a chill stop at your, um, uncle and aunt's house there. Oh, gosh. I mean, what a perfect little cherry on top of the cake on the way home. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just thinking about that just mellows me yeah, out just, again. It's like, yeah. oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, going back to it, so it's the thing that that was, I think we finally, you know, it's a business trip. And I think we finished the business. We were finally able to kind of like downshift and, and yeah. just relax. And like, oh, we finally can like settle down and just chill out for a little bit and just just enjoy ourselves for a getaway and that that was that was yeah that was awesome that was well needed yeah yeah because we set off to do a lot while we were there and i think we did everything yeah we we set out and did everything we said we're gonna do and more and um it was a great event it was a good time and we were very productive and uh we saw how to do everything we said we were going to do and did it and more. Yep. And tw- and 2017, hopefully it was is just as much fun and the planning I guess for that. I think the planning for the Vintage Fest starts when we leave the parking lot. <laughs> yes. I think that's how that works. <laughs> so I guess we're getting on it. Well, <clears throat> I'm already on tap. I'm I'm planning on attending it next year. So I guess that's at least Worms will be there. Ah, TD so- taking the bull by the horns. Yeah. 
I think we had to do an, um, a different show, though. We got to couple that with something else, though. You know, well, how about that Americade right up in New York? But I, I don't know about riding in New York, though. What do you think? Or Jersey? <laughs> no, I mean, where Americade is, it's it's good riding up there. I mean, we're not oh, going to yeah. ride through Metro New York or even, you know, the populous parts of New Jersey. Like, we're going to ride up through, like, eastern Pennsylvania and then go up through upstate New York. That's the kind of riding it's going to be. It, you're going to go up through where Zion lives, up through Harrisburg, up where Rich lived, get into uh, Binghamton, and then take uh, 88 straight up to Albany, and then uh, then get on uh, 87, which is part of the, I don't think that's toll road. That part's not toll. Um, and go up to Lake George. So, you know, I know exactly where it's at, you know, from being up there. been there many times. My aunt lives in the Albany area. So, yep. It, it's it's very country, very out in the no man's land. You know, it's awesome. Do do I agree that we should do something else? Yeah, I think we should. But there's so many people that have came to us and said, "Hey, you guys going to do next year? We want to go." Yeah. So I think that's where it's at. I think for 2018, 17. No, no, 2017. We're well. I think we're at least going to hit. At least I am. Okay. Um, for 2018, I do say that we should announce it now that we won't be going back to Da Vinci's Festival. We will do something else. Oh, too soon. Too soon. It's too hard to tell. <laughs> we got to go out west. We do. That's, that's one that I want to plan to. I want to hit Sturgis. You know, let's, let's, let's register for the iron butt and just do it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Rico, I'm game. <laughs> Real. Does the spider qualify? I'm just curious. Yes. It does, okay. Um, yes, it does. Does that mean you could do it in a slingshot? <laughs> oh, that's not a motorcycle. I know, but I'm just saying, like, where do they draw the line? It's not that thing. It has a steering wheel, and you just sit in it like a car. That's not a motorcycle. Anyway. In, in fact, sitting here talking about this in our live stream, Mr. Jebby's aunt finally got in after him. You know, his long day at work. And, uh, oh, oh, he got some new ink. Okay, cool. Uh, he says Sturgis, definitely. So if we went out there, we could pick up him on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be riding by then, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Hopefully. He better hopefully be. He has one by, by, by the middle of 2017. He'll get it, don't you worry. I say he'll be riding before Memorial Day. Okay. Yeah. That's I, what I, I'm I, saying. Okay. No pressure, Debbie. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. One final clip, and this was kind of the, the best moment that I could find from our nice long weekend at the Vintage Fest. And it's it's about the first 10 minutes or so of our Thursday night recording. So this was after our long ride to Birmingham, stopping to get the helmet, which is an amazing helmet, I have to say again. Like every time I look at it, I'm just like, Damn, that is nice looking. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool to pick that up. And then we got, even though we got to the hotel late, we still did a recording. And I, I think this sort of drives home the passion and the excitement of us making the trip and, and getting ready for the Vintage Fest. So, and like I said, this is about 10 minutes. Loud Pipes episode. Well, no, not an episode number. Mm-mm. We got a special today, this evening. Or morning, depending on when you're listening. Hey, hey, what's that noise? We are coming to you live, sort of, 
from Birmingham, Alabama. We just completed our road trip to Barber. Mm. And Loud Pipes is in the house, all in person. What's up, fellas? What's happening, baby? Man, I'm tired. We got the Hoganator. I'm staring at his bald head. Look at that thing. Look at it. Look at it. Shine in the light. Beautiful. Hey, you know what's funny? This last night I was looking at Rico while he's uh, chatting to me. And I looked at his arms, and they're all just dark tan. Yeah. I'm like, man, buddy. <laughs> you got this real nice dark tan you going on. You got a nice dark tan going on. Uh-huh. What have you been doing? Bathing in the sun. <laughs> that retired life is working for you, right? <laughs> working on my brownness. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be a special episode. Uh, we are recording in person, and we just finished about 425 miles from Charlotte. To Birmingham, and we are sore in, in various places of the body. Yes. And we've got beverages. Rico, what you got? I'm drinking a Crown and Coke. It looks like you drank a Crown <laughs> and drank Coke. it up. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> or you drunk a Crown and Coke. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're going to go back downstairs and see the... Uh, my $11 uh, drink. I guess we're going to go back downstairs and see the bartender. Yeah. You know you're in trouble at the hotel when the restaurant is Ruth's Chris. Right. You're, you're like, like hmm, ooh, ooh. This is going to hurt. Damage. <laughs> Damage control. <laughs> Johnny, what you got? I got a Budweiser. Is that what it's called nowadays? Are you sure? Well, it's an Americana. Americana. Let me see one. I haven't yet to see one of these labels. It's just called America. Look at that. America's kind of rebranded. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you, Rico, mm. and me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Liberty and justice for all. Hell, yeah. But why is that? There's your beer, John. Thanks, man. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, well, what, do you, what, 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 do you what do you have? Drinking? What's up? Sam Adams Rebel IPA. See, who was thinking about you? Thank you, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I shed a tear. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> it. Enjoy it. Well, I, I want to start off with how awesome it was this morning that Rico flew in last night, and of course, we got to meet up this morning for the first time in several months. Yes. Ooh. Oh, it's good times. Had some good coffee. It made you guys some waffles. Man, was that, that was the best mm. cup of coffee I've had in a long time. I know. I mean, yes, it, it, it was. It, it, for real. <laughs> and the waffles was off the chain. Aunt your mama does it right. Aunt your mama hooked it up. She was hooking her brother up. So yeah, good good start to the day. And then after uh, I don't know a series of packing incidents, let's just call it. Yes, oh. we finally got on the road. Man, two hundred and five miles into the trip, I realized <laughs> I left my. I don't have my ticket. My ticket. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oops. Shit. Yeah. Oh. But I do have to tell you, I do have your park, your parade pass. My right parade pass. This, this uh, at least I get to ride on the track. Well, first, you got to get inside. You the, get inside the gate. You can't first. get in the gate, but she can get on the track. Well, the, well, the good part is I, I call by, by when we got gas and let them know the situation. It's like, sure, uh, yeah. All you have to do is buy new tickets and ship the old ones back, and we'll give you a refund. <laughs> so I was like, ooh. That first part, I'd been like, scoozy? Yeah. What was that? I got a what? But I showed that I've paid. Here's my printout and confirmation number. Well, the, Here's proof. Well, the part of the part they can think about is that they can see that you have bought the ticket, 
But since the bands are not numbered, they have no idea you could have given it to somebody, somebody else. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, too, so that's so why probably why unused thing. Maybe you could talk them into say, "Hey, you know, just just don't send me the money. Just kind of hold it for. We'll be back. We'll be yeah, back next, next year. year. So there just you put go. on my account, and I'll come back next year. There you go. Just prepaid for next yeah. year, and you're all set. And put that press pass in that envelope too next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just keep keep it hot for next yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it packing for daddy. Yeah, and and my planning of heading out, I didn't realize that Rico was going to fly and has not seen his bike and was not be going. Had to pack his bike to have all the stuff, so that was kind of miscue on my part. Yeah, it's all right. It's but all right. I do have to say the other cool thing we got to ride out with one of our patrons this morning. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool meeting yeah. him for the first time. Yeah, Micah showed up at the house and. I uh, met him for the first time back at, I think it was a Cycle Gear bike night. You did? A while ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was neat. Came over to the house, rode with us down to the interstate. And I got to tell you, that that V7 Moto Guzzi that he has, that thing looks so cool in the yeah. rearview mirror. Yeah. It's like, God, that bike looks 30 years old. It does. <laughs> it's like brand new. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's cool. cool. It was really cool. And I, I hope that one day we can ride and have a group ride with all our patrons. Yeah, yeah, that'll be yeah, cool. We got to work on that. Sweden's going to be a challenge. But it will be. We'll get there. I don't know. If, we'll I don't know if we need to bring them here or we need to go there. Whatever it is, we need to put that on the books. Loud Pipes does Europe. That's a great oh. idea. Have them give us a tour of Europe. It's starting to sound like Christmas vacation, but in the <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, for the show, right? <laughs> I could so see that. Anyways, yeah, moving on. So yeah, let's let's talk about the ride a little bit. So 425 miles, that's the short story. And what would you say for what? 425 miles. For some of us. Yeah, for some of us. Well, how many miles did you do today? Well, today's, okay, all right. Oh, 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 you want credit for yesterday too? (laughs) Yeah, you know, I had. (laughs) That song, bitch. (laughs) That doesn't count on my my trip here? Oh, all right. Okay, 170 miles yesterday too. Thanks, John. You, John. It, but was it what, what's that total? Is that what it is? Uh, was it what's the total for you, John? It's uh. Y'all heard, take it from the top. Six seventy one. Seventy one and six hundred seventy one miles is six, total. Six seventy one. Wow, is what I've done totally. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. so, so we can throw this in. Well, well, can we include Rico? You know, flying. Can, I can't can count you include that. your air miles? Right. Yeah. Can, I, can I include that? I but anyways, mm. I don't know. So yeah, short story, 420, 25 miles. What time did we start? Oh, I don't 10, know, 30. 10, 10, 10, 10 o'clock. We got here about 10 o'clock. No. This, yeah, 10, we got here at 10.30. So 12 Eastern hours time. ride? Is that 12 hours? Yeah. About, thereabouts, yeah. 12 hours of travel time. Not 12 hours of riding. Right. Altogether. Just 12 hours to get here. Yeah, but yeah. I do have to say one thing on this trip. I have to repeat, Atlanta traffic sucks. <laughs> oh, Every time we're even within a, a smell of Atlanta, it just traffic kills us. That's what it is. I mean, as soon as we got out of Charlotte, heading down the road, traffic was pretty hectic. Even 85, like, through Gastonia is usually tough. That was, was moving. There really was no delay. But yeah, as soon as you approach Atlanta, just everything grinds to a halt. Maybe every, all the other states send all their bad drivers to Atlanta. Is I that think what so. Is? Maybe that's their number one import. This bad driver. <laughs> the car insurance people must love them. 
Well, I'm not sure if it's all that, but I just think the population in the roads and there's just so many people. Jeez, everywhere. You, I mean, you can't go down a side road yeah. without running the traffic around here. And it's so spread out. That's the thing. It's crazy. You know, it's crowded for such a big land area. You know, it's not like, you know, you go to New York, there's many, there's more people in New York, but it's more dense. Yeah, right. You know, they're all huddled up on that rock there. Right. But here. you get it out to Atlanta, it's spread out and there's just people for miles and miles and miles. And yeah, like even today, after we went and picked up my helmet, which we'll talk about in a minute, we um, were on this two little two lane side road, just jammed with cars, yeah. every intersection. And for whatever reason on this road, no one ever took a right turn ever. <laughs> Everybody was making a left turn. It seemed turn. like every 60 feet, someone was stopping to make a left hand turn. What did that lady call that? The, the area where... Oh, barbecue. no hope. No hope. No hope. There's no hope of getting out, and it's not getting any better. <laughs> so, so, so we do have to go back to the thing. Uh, that's a question. So, you know, we have this, listeners might have heard us talk about this, on how many people get complimented on their bikes. Yes. So, John. Rico, how many did you get today? I didn't get any today. Rich. Well, you, you, you might have got, you and I might have got one. John for sure got one at the gas station, but... You're in the maybe, and so am I. Okay. Uh, John, how, how many did you get? Two. 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 But one has a very interesting story. <laughs> you got to tell about that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we stopped at the gas station north of Atlanta, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden this African-American guy comes out and says, what's that? He comes over, looks at it, and he goes, Mike, is it a spider? He goes, I've never seen one of those before. <laughs> that's innovative. That's innovative. That's innovative. That's some innovative shit. <laughs> I didn't see any shit like that. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. And, th- and then the next thing he looks over at Rico's bike and goes, That's the mature bike. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's the mature one. And then he looks at Rich's and he goes, That's the fun one. <laughs> that's just fun. And then he moves on. <laughs> and then he comes right back to me. So it was it was hilarious. Yeah. That that had us all rolling. That shit was funny. <laughs> Uh, here, that was <laughs> and the funny thing is he said he never saw one in, in, in a yes, that area that was, that was surprising I guess he doesn't have internet so <laughs> that was funny I, I don't know too funny so one for you and then what was the second one? Oh, the guy in the yeah in our last guest yeah Alabama and convenience store he goes who's riding the three wheeler I said I didn't he the goes, three wheeler he goes well, that's, that's, that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah Who's riding the ATV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost. Another one. I don't have the internet. <laughs> these people got to get out. <laughs> Where are these people from? Oh, man, you can just hear it. We were having such a good time. God. It's, it should almost be illegal. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good night. That was fun. Rico, you okay over there, my friend? Oh yeah, uh, just thinking back to the to that that event. Now wait, I'm, I'm going to make you laugh even one more because John was taking video in the hotel while we were laughing about that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what was that again, Rico? What happened? I don't work I got no camera. <laughs> That shit was funny. Oh. Man. So, so Rico, give us that lowdown again. Oh, man. 
You can't repeat that. <laughs> when you started snapping your fingers, <laughs> trying to get on my attention when you were talking to you like... But there was definitely a switch though. Yeah. Because it was like, ooh, someone talking about my bike. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> too aggressive. Too aggressive. Stand down. Stand down. Keep in distress. <laughs> oh, man. That was some funny ass shit, John. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, have to see the video. <laughs> Drive this home. Rico is crying. <laughs> you, you, you're in the middle of eating, Rico. I don't know if you remember, but you're in the middle of eating your, the pizza. <laughs> you just started cracking up. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> I had to, my brother. But it, I mean, but the the double funny part is it doesn't it doesn't come through well in the audio, but. But yeah, when when the guy was getting closer to John's bike and closer to John, he was like snapping his fingers, like trying to get our attention. It's like, hey, guys, guys, guys. I, I don't remember that. A little help? I don't remember it. But okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was hilarious. Because a, a, he was aggressive. Yeah, he was. John was freaking out a little bit. <laughs> well, because imagine like, Rico and I are at one set of pumps and John's at another set of pumps just to our, you know, to our, to our left, but there's quite a bit of space between it, you know, the big wide gas station section. So we're on my bike on this, I'm sorry, on the side of my bike. So between Rico and I is my bike, the Roadmaster, and then John and this other guy on the other side. And he's just like, guys, guys. <laughs> oh God. It was so funny. Cause. <laughs> He was so excited that somebody was checking out his bike, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) That's why Rico was busting a gut. (laughs) John had this. this He's still busting a gut. He he had this this little stint of uh, fear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In him. Uh, It was just hilarious to see John kind (laughs) of go through the moment. Yeah. yeah, he went from exuberance to mild terror. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'm still crying thinking about that. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, you're still, you're still, oh, yeah. <laughs> we li- oh, we live to tell the tale. <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh. It was funny, John. Sorry, man. No, man. No, no. No, it's it's all good. I mean, we've had some really cool moments over the year and good events, and that's one of them, you know. Yeah. And I think we've got many more coming forward in the in the coming years of the show. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just many more of those memories. And, and the the cool part is to just as we sit here and go through these clips, it's just it brings back those moments. This is like it was like yesterday. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'm over here crying. I know. I'm, I'm wiping my eyes over here. I'm like, oh, I know. Still oh, so funny. watering. That was, that was like we've said, that whole trip was 
Yeah, that was a good trip, and it was fun. Well, and you know, we we almost need a trip like that at least once a year because you know now with Rico being quite a ways away from us, you know, we kind of need that bonding time once a year to just get together and reconnect and just kick it for a while. It's it's going to be good, whether you know whether it's the Vintage Fest or somewhere else. It has to be done. It does. Yeah. It really does. It does. And are we, uh, I guess the next defining moment that I know, Rich, you don't have any clips for. Right. But thinking back, and I'm not sure if we did on the downshift or what, but your big moment when you took the deuce over to a dealership? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to find it. So kind of rehashing something we've talked about forever, which is after I rode the FJ09, it really bit me hard. And I was just, I had to have it. I was like, man, how am I going to get this bike in my garage? So the the first thing was, you know, can I sell enough stuff and just buy it and put it alongside my deuce? And it's like, oh no, right now that's, that's not going to happen. And then I was like, wow, Maybe I have enough money in the deuce. I'll just sell it for the for the FJ. And I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or if it was just on a downshift. But do do you remember Rico? Was it on the show? I, I don't know if it was. A, I don't know. I don't know if it was a downshift or the show. Then I remember I was like, "Well, just sell the R six. There's that extra money to to buy that bike or trade the R six on on it." Yeah. So I just don't I remember, remember when we talked in, about it. It was in the show. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I don't but uh, well, I'll say it again. If we said it before, then this will be a second time. If not, then this will be new information. And you know, unless you're in the riders group, then you you would have already heard it. But yeah, I took the deuce over to Matthew's Fun Machines, and I had a trade eval done. And if I got enough money, you know, I was looking for, I don't know, like seven seven thousand or so. Actually, I was hoping for eight, but you know, I was thinking if I got seven or eight. I would let him have it and I would take home the FJ because that's only a couple thousand more with its 10,500 sticker, you know, plus little incentives and stuff. And I figured, yeah, for a couple, two, three thousand dollars, I'm going to go home with the FJ, but I've just got to part with my deuce. And, you know, they really weren't that interested in it. And they basically offered me just the wholesale price, which was pitiful. So I was like, forget it. <laughs> You're not getting my bike that easy. So. But yeah, I, I don't know if people know that I actually did take that step. I rode it over there with every intention in the world of trading it in on an FJ09. Just wasn't meant to be, brother. That's all. That's all. Yeah, just wasn't meant to be. You know, what's really interesting, the question is, do you still have the itch for it? I do, but in a different way. And this is going to, this might sound mean to people that actually have the bike uh, record. <laughs> but. <laughs> I I want it now because I want a bike to ride a lot, like ride it often and not worry about washing it. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds petty, but you know, the deuce has a lot of chrome on it and it's black. So it's shiny black and chrome. So every time I ride it and I get the slightest bit of rain, it just looks terrible. And then I got to go through that process of cleaning everything. So the FJ in black, I would just, I probably wouldn't even wash it unless it was covered in mud. You know, I just would ride it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not. That's how I felt. You know, that's how I felt with the M3, though, with it, with the matte white and cleaning that damn thing. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. Ugh. I love the car, but hated the cleaning. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm not saying the FJ is an ugly bike. I'm just saying it's not a bike that I would spend two hours in the driveway, you know, shining and polishing all the, all the shiny bits on it. I just wouldn't, I'd spray it down with, you know, S 100 and rinse it off and put it in a garage. That'd be the end of it. Yeah. Sad note is I haven't watched a bike since that B festival. Shut up. Really? I've not watched it. It needs to watch too. I think after Rich and I meet up on uh, Saturday, I think it's going to get a wash. That, next day it warms three, up. Three, three months have gone by, brother. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. But I just got plastic. I don't have chrome. Yeah, it's basically just all matte plastic. Yeah. I mean, what? you just wipe it down. What are you going to do with it? You can't wax it. Oh, so John, your birthday yeah. coming up pretty soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, before we get there, hey, Rico, I heard you had a birthday. I did. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Yeah, man. 39 again. 39 again. Awesome. All right. So did you do anything exciting for your birthday? Before you get to mine, not trying to diverge, but you came before me, so. Oh, no, I didn't do anything too crazy. I just uh, went out for my birthday. Tequila, beer, wings. I got with some good friends. And then the wife took me to dinner the following day. Had a uh, great dinner at a nice French restaurant. That was great. Hanging out with the man. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been, it was a pretty chill uh, birthday for me this year. I heard one, I heard you also went and got a little relaxation done for you too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. Shabila. <laughs> he doesn't remember that. Wow, that must have been something. Yeah. So now on to John. Um, I won't say happy birthday because I know it's on Saturday, but if the cards hold as the way they're held in my hand right now, we're going to get to meet up on the bikes. Sweet, man. Sweet. Sweet. And I know you haven't washed your spider, and I know I said I was going to get you a cover, but I'm not. Sorry. Okay. But the good news is... I'm going to stick the money in your hand so you can buy those sweet-ass pipes from Two Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's going to be, oh, that's surprised out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to happen. So, yeah, you put that money to good use. I'll just, oh, I am. I'll just give you the cash. I'm going to put those pipes on the back end of that thing. Mm. Yeah, those are going to sound so good. Roll out. Yeah. Don't, yes. Don't drown out the say now. Come on. <laughs> I can't drive that thing out. Jeez, I heard that thing's gotten louder for what you've said. Yeah, it does. What you were doing last, last birthday, John? What's that? What was I doing last birthday? Bowling and movie. Yeah. Bowling. Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, wife threw me a little birthday party at the, uh, there's a cool place called a Cinnamon Bowl. Or cinnamon, yeah, Cinnamon Bowl. Cinnamon, cinema Bowling. And uh, it's a bowling alley with a restaurant and arcade and a movie theater. And we rented, I think she got four lanes, had a bunch of people come over, hang out, and then we went and watched the movie. Now, Rich, you didn't go see the movie, did you? I didn't go see the movie, no. I went up to the party, but no movie. Yeah. He, he, yep. Have you seen a new one yet? Not yet. It's on my bucket list. Okay. And, and and to give the movie critic review, I've seen the uh, Assassin's Creed there, Rico. Uh, how was it? 
you, as the guy told me when I was buying my ticket, you have better play the game to understand the movie. Right. Mm. So go watch it. It's pretty cool. Um, a little different twist on some stuff, but um, it's good. You need to watch it. Well, sound, enjoy it. Sounds like I'll skip it. Right. I didn't play the game, so. Yeah, I mean, if we gave you a, you know, five, ten minute backstory of the game, yeah, you'd be okay. You just can't walk. You need somebody to tell you about the game and give you a little backstory of it to understand, you know, why is this guy getting hooked to this arm? Well, yeah, and I would probably take the same approach that I do with, like, the Marvel movies is, you know, I'm not invested in the characters. You know, I don't, I don't know the backstories. You know, I'm not following them you know, through comic books and, and other shows and things like that. So when I go see one of those movies, I just enjoy it for what it is. Right. You know, just a good movie and entertainment. So I don't, I don't get too wound up in the story. So I'd probably do the same thing with that one. Yeah. And, and just to let you know, Rico, Wonder Woman's coming out. Yep. Saw that. And, uh, Spider-Man's coming too. I saw that. That one looks like it's going to be pretty funny too. So we'll see how those come out. As funny as Deadpool. Uh, no, I think no, it's going to be good no. because of um, Iron Man's going to be in this one as well. <laughs> yeah, Tony Stark. Tony Stark's. I'm only saying that because Rico is just needling oh, me to watch it. He's like, "Oh man, you got to see it! You got to see it!" And I finally you haven't seen De- you haven't seen Deadpool. He, he's he's seen it. Oh, hold but on, he didn't, hold he on. didn't appreciate it because he doesn't he 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 never followed the comic books. He didn't know the character. This is one where I probably would help to have a little of the backstory because I'm just like. Uh, uh, mm, eh. it was just a lot of that, and then I shut it off after like twenty minutes. Yeah, which is unusual. I mean, it, a movie's really got to be terrible f- to shut it off. I mean, for me, but yeah, after twenty minutes, I was like, I can't. And then I tried to restart it one other time. I'm like, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how many times I watched that movie. It was just hilarious to me. Lush it, but I get the character. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's what it was. To to me, it was, it, it was too over the top. Like it was just he. None of it was believable, and maybe that's part of his thing. But I'm just like, yeah. it, it's this is st- one step too far for me. What was it? The unicorn? I I I can't put my finger on it, but it it just wasn't wasn't striking me as funny either. It was more annoying. Yeah. Because it was a little too far, like I said. So anyway, moving on. Yeah. You guys, we got time for a U-turn? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we can do that. All right. Well, it's a podcast after all. We have no restrictions. That's true. So we want a U-turn? U-turn. Who cares? Oh, the Creative Riding Podcast, Rico, is at it again. Setting me straight. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Well, in, in a good way, but I was I was not happy with finding the new Kawasaki Z1000SX being released in Europe, and I was like, ah, man, another cool bike we don't get. Right. And of course, I just didn't dig deep enough on the U.S. website. It's not called the Z1000SX. Of course, it is the Ninja 1000, and I can buy it. Oh. <laughs> so that changes the game on the FJ, which is why I paused when John asked me if I still wanted it. Oh. 
I'm going to go ride this son bitch. Okay. I am going to go ride it. I have to now. I now that I know yeah. it's like how did I miss that? Of course, it's the Ninja 1000. Of course. Like let's go to Matthew's Fun Machines and ride this thing. Today. I went over there today. Do they have one in stock? Yeah, I had the boys with me, so I had other places to go. <laughs> but I did uh, ride by and I was like, "Hmm, should I stop? Should I stop?" Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just another shout out to uh, Creative Riding. That was cool, and I, I can't believe I missed that. Feel stupid. I didn't. I didn't look <laughs> it up either. Uh, it was just funny. So let's ride it now. I now I'll have a decision. It's like, ooh, am I still? Because here's my thought: the FJ09 is great, but then after I rode the S1000 from BMW, that extra power was was appealing. I mean, really appealing, you know, for $4,000 more, $4,500 more, I would almost make that leap so I could get that bike. But now to get, you know, the thousand CC from Kawasaki in this same kind of mild touring setup, I've got to ride it. And it's, it's only about two grand more than the FJ. So it splits the price between the two. Wow. I'm like, Oh, no baby. (laughs) Oh, that's tempting. Oh, that's real tempting. It's going to be a tough 2017, let me tell you. Mm. All these bikes. Are you still, well, why are why you up there? Are you going to do the Flying Fortress too? Yeah, if I have time, yeah. I don't know if I do that in the same day. But that would be interesting to ride those two back to back. Ride the Deuce over, ride the Ninja 1000, and then finish with the Flying Fortress. It's interesting. Be quite a day. That's interesting, Mr. Warfield. So Saturday then, John, you should just come all the way to Charlotte. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> we'll go to Matthews and ride bikes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I have Friday off too, but I have I have the boys for the day because the missus is working. Yeah, I can't do tomorrow. Hmm. We need to talk about that. We'll do that in the downshift. So, all right. So I've got one more feedback topic, but I think I'm going to punt that one because that's, that's going to bring up a whole nother conversation for me and i think we'll just move on to events okay all right we got time we got time we got time all right well let's do it well another podcast friend of ours this is mr larry lanes and he's over at the throttled podcast and he just wanted to comment on my quest for a new saddle and he's had the sundowner on a switchback um sounds like that was the the seat it was delivered delivered with and he really liked that one thought it was comfortable and soft and gave him a little more reach to the to the bars over what the standard seat was. So I don't need any of that, but I understand the the comfort part. My challenge with the Sundowner has always been that it's not a real attractive looking seat, especially on the Deuce. Uh, it just sort of it just looks awkward, just the way that it's cushioned and and sits on there. So I've seen a Deuce with that seat on it, and that wouldn't be my pick. But what he does say is that I should also investigate seats from Mustang. So he ended up with their wide tripper solo, which has a backrest. So Larry's a fan of the backrest, which I'm also considering. And another option he throws out is, um, losing my train of thought here. Mustang. What was the other one? Oh, Corbin. Yeah, sorry. Corbin is right over there in his, his neck of the woods. So you can get a custom seat made to the bike while you're waiting. Really? While you wait. If you want to go to Hollister, but it's available. Interesting. 
so yeah, a couple more options from Larry. So we'll check out the the Wide Tripper Solo with a backrest. That's from Mustang. And I'll take a look at what Corbin is offering as well. Of course, with a backrest. Oh, of course. Or I could just buy a Roadmaster. Or Ninja. A Ninja. Yeah, I could just get a fast bike and lean forward. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> just get a brace for my wrist. And we're done. That's it. Or go faster which I found out last time I went out. Yeah. Well, anything's fast, you know, when you ride a Harley. Oh, I'm sorry. Skype just hammered you there for a second. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, <laughs> what I said was, <laughs> anything's fast. Mm, mm, Skype's just not your friend. It's sorry, not, man. It's not it, coming it through. Yeah, okay. You're hearing that, John? It's terrible. <laughs> Audio's terrible. <laughs> Oh, I think I can. I think I can. Just be thankful your Roadmaster's not in my basement. I hear you. <laughs> you have a lot more miles on it. You'd be needing a new tire. <laughs> but like, huh, it will burn out. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> a long ways. <laughs> oh, man. Is your uncle riding that thing? No. No. He doesn't want to ride. It's still covered up with the battery tinder on it. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fresh when you get back. No, that's right. Ready to roll. So, hey, Rich. Yes, sir. So, from our live stream, Mr. Jebby says uh, that you take the Chieftain Dark Horse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to ride the Chieftain again, for sure. And I do want to ride the, the Chief Dark Horse. Like Rico said, experience the lighter the lighter Indian with that 111. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. It's a couple hundred pounds lighter, isn't it? Yep. It's like a rocket. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. And Jerry said he heard what Rico said. Oh, I'm sorry. It, something like, it was breaking something up for like, me. Rico said, uh, anything's faster than a Harley? <laughs> mm. My man Boy, is looking Rico, for more he, speed. He, he is looking for more speed. <laughs> He's got to admit that. I am. Yes, I am. He's hooked now. Now that he Rico. knows that there's other bikes that goes faster, <laughs> he's all about it. Well, you might want to watch out, Rico. You know, we have a lot of Harley riders in this in our group, so you might want to no, watch out. They might stab no, you in the back. I'm I'm teasing those guys, too. Yeah, our latest riders on a Harley, too, so the count yeah. increases. What does Mark have? Uh, uh, I think it's an electric glide. Yeah, I think right. so. Yep, yep. All right, John, any events coming up? Oh, man. Do we care? 2017, we have events out the wazoo. Wow. Okay. But we're only going to hit the short ones coming up here in the next few weeks. (laughs) Well, the first one on our radar, well, the first one really is riding on Saturday. That'll be an event in itself. Anytime John and I can get together and ride, that's a fun time. Oh, yes. But following that, on January 21st, that is a Saturday? It is. With confidence, that is a Saturday. (laughs) Uh, Let me check the calendar. Hang on, let me check the calendar. Let me make sure here. Okay. That will be the Easy Riders Bike Show in Charlotte. A one-day event. So, don't be fooled. Yes, it's the 21st. All right. Thank you, sir. And another thing that I'm working on, if... Again, if the cards in my hand stay the way they are between now and the end of January, I may get a taste of the Rolex 24 at Daytona. 
and that is the 28th and 29th. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You, ooh, you, you ooh, need ooh. a writing partner with that one? I sure do. All right. Mom and dad are still down there. They're they're saving a place for me on the beach, so... They, they got room for me, too? Uh, I'm sure we can figure it out. All right. And the other thing we need to definitely hit is the American Flat Track Race in Charlotte, and that will be April 1st. No fooling, April 1st. And the rest of it is up in the air, so who knows Who knows where we're going to go after that. Americade has been tossed around. Uh, Rolling Thunder in May in Washington, D.C. has been tossed around. And it seems like we talk about Sturgis every year, so that's that's not zero at this point, so that could still happen. And of course, in October, we get back around to the Vintage Fest at the B Place. That's correct. All right, John, last last thoughts for you, buddy? Man, guys, it's been a great, fun year. It's enjoyable. I'm ready to see what 2017 gives us. It should be exciting. I can't wait. Can't wait. Monsieur Hogan? Yeah. Uh, I also remember back last year this time you bought a windshield do you still have that windshield i still have it yeah (laughs) (laughs) how much was that windshield from harley there rich do you use that windshield rich no it's it's piled in the corner in the garage and i think there's five or six amazon boxes on top of it right now from christmas (laughs) so we have i I guess i'll go on with carry on with rico's comment when's that thing going on ebay well, I probably should wait till the spring now so I can get more money out of it. But otherwise, I would start doing it now. A reserve on it. But yeah, I'm not I'm not using it, so we'll see. All right, gentlemen. With that, I would like to take a moment and thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby in the live stream. What's up, buddy? And Zion. Also, we have Barbershop Rider Chuck. And Riders Group Steve, 182 Forever, and Micah, thanks for the bump. And let's not forget our newest member, Mark, as well. And rounding out the group on the insiders is my brother, Kenny. And he's getting lonely down there, so come on in. Join him. He's going to upgrade. Uh, I don't know when he's upgrading, but let's not forget our little promotion. So between now and the end of January of 2017, if you sign up at the $1 level, we will throw in the perks from the $5 level which would be the uh, private social network and also our monthly video hangout. So loudpipes.net slash donate is the place to be if you're interested in any of that. So sign up and enjoy all the perks that are available. If you're interested in swag, John and his wife, Natalie, take care of that at loudpipes.net slash store. Grab all of your goodies. And again, keep John busy over the weekend. We don't want him with idle hands. Additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 69. You can also find links to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, or whatever. Hack around on the site. Who cares? All right. Mr. Hogan. Oh, yeah. Kickstands up. Time to get out of here. Do it. Johnny? Let's go, guys. All right. Take care. If you're enjoying the show and want more, 
loudpipes.net slash donate.